Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Easy Does It with Camille. I am your host. And today I have a very special guest, my co-host, Makita. Hi, Kita. Hi. Hi, guys. And just a little bit of background information. Um, Kita and I, we met in college. We were both in the psychology major, right, Kita? Yeah. Like about how many years now you think it's been? It's been about eight, seven to eight years. Yeah, like time flies. And the the beautiful thing about us is that we haven't really talked in a long time, but we know that, you know, when you have that sister, that when you when you, you get together, it's like there's <laughs> yeah. no time. Being yeah. Part. yeah, that's key to for me. <laughs> and guys, like, I just, you know, I want to tell you a little bit about her. Like, I have watched this woman over the past couple of years just blossom. And when I say blossom in so many different areas, like she took um, what they would say, like the the bull bites horn and she completely and radically made remarkable change in her life. And one of the ways and one of the things that I really admire about her was her ability to connect with earth, to connect with mother nature and with God and allow these energies to move through her and kind of like bring her into fulfillment of her greatest self. And Kida and I was talking the other day and she said something that was so profound. I don't even know if she realized what she said. Because I met, I said to Kida, I was like, Kida, you know, you are not the same person. Like I just watch right, Kida, like this calm that came over you. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you remember what you said to me? You were saying that when, the, when we are miserable, how not no one around us can be yeah, happy definitely. and how you longed and craved for happiness mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. was so profound you know and so raw and honest can you just tell me a little bit about that time in your life like bring us into the story of the lowest points of your life and what was the thing that made you wake up and like I need to change so yeah, um, the relationships around me were suffering um, on a on a on a not on like like a a, 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 cri- a critical level, but mm-hmm. they were that was not happy, and the people that around me were not happy. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't care if it's just a little bit of unhappiness that can like mold itself and manifest itself to a point where you just don't see the the light at the end of the tunnel. So Mm -hmm. for me, um, I did not like the way I looked. Mm -hmm. Um, My family was suffering as far as like on a, you know, medical level. They had different, you know, ailments and things that Mm -hmm. they were dealing with. So, you know, when you're in pain or you're in discomfort, it's hard for you to build those relationships or it's hard Mm -hmm. for those relationships to be good in any way shape or form so Mm. um I just sort of kind of got like an epiphany and I was like you know I need to change something Mm. I need to change um if I want to change the way that I look if I'm not happy Mm -hmm. with the way that I look and I'm obese and I'm having all these problems Mm. then you know how do I combat that yeah Um, so can you tell us um can you tell us a little bit more in depth like what kind of problems were you really seen 
Like, how was it manifesting? So, you know, with me, I, you know, have had PCOS since the age of 15. That's when I was diagnosed with it. But just over the years, um, the, the, it was so easy for me to put on weight, but it was so hard for me to lose it. And um, even when I would lose it, I would lose a little bit, then I would gain some. And it was just like an endless cycle. Um, my skin, mm-hmm. um, as far as like my, uh, my family, like my husband was experiencing digestive problems. Mm-hmm. My son was borderline pre-diabetic. So there were a mm-hmm. lot of different things that just made me say, wait a minute. Yeah. On. Not only am I doing an injustice to myself by not being the healthiest that I can be. I'm mm-hmm. also being doing an injustice to my family. Mm. And then I remember like you always said you love to cook, right? That that was your love life. Yes. I have yes. a, it still is. I'm very passionate about cooking. I'm a person who loves to cook. I mm-hmm like to spend a lot of time in the kitchen but you know the things that I was cooking was not good for my Mm -hmm. family it was not you know food is our medicine it's our first Mm -hmm. line of nutrition it's our first line of vitamins and minerals it's it's Mm -hmm. where you're going to get your um your wholesomeness Mm -hmm. so you know if you're not inputting the things that are needed to help you function as well as you can function on a cellular level, Mm -hmm. then how can you expect to, you know, output that on an emotional level or a mental level? You can't. Mm. It's so interesting that you said that because, um, like we, you know, most of us, and I can speak for myself, like we will be unhappy with something like I've gained for the, over the past year, I've gained probably over 40 pounds Mm -hmm. and I, you know, there was a point in my life, like two years ago, I was in the best shape of my life. I don't even know what happened. And it, it was like that kind of feeling of failure kind of Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. weight gain. And Mm -hmm. it was like, for me to even make the decision to do, to be consistent. Like I would say, I will start working out. I never really stopped working out. But like when it comes to my diet, I, w- I was very inconsistent. And it got to a point where I was like, you know what, just F it. Like, <laughs> yeah, like I'm like, yeah. I'm just going to live. And, and it wasn't until I got so sick, like my body becomes became so inflamed and my blood pressure ridiculously high that I became so frustrated with myself. And I said, Camille, if you don't change your life, you will die. Mm-hmm. And... What was that moment for you that you choose life? Because, you know, we, I, I bet there must have been a lot of different times where you say, oh, I'm going to do this, but you fall off. But I yes, yes, that, there's definitely a time yes. where you're like, oh, you're, you're doing so well. And um, you just, something just says, you know, I don't want to do that anymore. Yeah. Well, for me, for me, like I said, I was not happy with my physical appearance when I looked mm. in the mirror. And then after I had my last daughter, I was I was even more like, oh, my God, what? You know, no, mm. this can't be life. Yeah. So, you know, I started recording myself mm. working out. Mm-hmm. And I was so disgusted by what mm. I saw. I was just so disgusted. And I and that is what fueled me, because. 
it's not that personal appearance matters, mm-hmm. but I mean, well, it's not that it's the only thing that matters because personal appearance does matter, but it's not the only thing that matters. But when you cannot look at yourself mm-hmm. and feel like I look good, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's a problem. That's a mm. problem because now you're worried about what other people That's true. are thinking about you. And, and we have this stigma of, oh, I don't care what other people think. Yes, you do. Mm-hmm. We yes, sure you do. do. Mm-hmm. You do care what other people think because that's natural to care about what other people think. And if you don't care what other people think about you, then now we need to be having a conversation on, is this person depressed? Mm. Is this person borderline suicidal? Why mm-hmm. don't you care about what your peers think of you? Mm. You know, so. Hmm. So when you said that you were unhappy and disgusted, like how was that showing up? Like for me, like it was showing up where I wouldn't, you know, not, you know, because especially working from home, I would just mm-hmm. not pull my hair, you know, I take a shower and everything, put on back pajamas. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I look at myself and like you said, I was disgusted. I was like, my skin didn't look how I wanted to look. Mm-hmm. I didn't, it wasn't even a matter of I was, because, no, you know, because no one was really seeing me because I'm home. Right. But, and I think but, that happens yes. to a lot of people over the pandemic. Nobody's yes. seeing you. Nobody's like, you know, in your face 24-7. But what we're going to do with that time, we're either going to utilize that time to the best of our ability or we're going to waste that time. Bottom mm. line. And, you know, that was another thing. Nobody's seeing me. I was in Alaska at this point. So yeah. I was isolated from everybody that I knew. You know, and I could either t- turn that into a depression or I could use that and f- use that time to fuel to be a better me and recreate me, really mm-hmm. work on me, really do some shadow work. And mm-hmm. um, that's where, like, the health aspect came in, because once I changed the way that I ate, man, mm-hmm. it, it just it really almost like I tell people all the time, the way you eat has a direct effect on how you're feeling. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, when you eat a piece of chocolate or you eat your favorite, you know, piece of cake, you are then sending your body on this emotional roller coaster. And you're like, well, Kita, how you Mm -hmm. are? Because your body is producing so many endorphins, so many dopamine, serotonin, all this thing Mm -hmm. to enjoy that piece of cake. So, you know, to say that what you're eating and what you're experiencing health wise doesn't affect you mentally, just as much as it does Mm -hmm. physically, there's absolutely a a direct correlation Mm -hmm. with, you know, everything that you input into your body. It's like cocaine, right? The same effect. Sugar lights up your brain. Just like cocaine, caffeine is a stimulant, Mm -hmm. all these things that we eat and, and intake on a daily basis we have no idea how significant of a role these these wow. things play into our life and the thing and, is like when we are down we crave the piece of cake yeah so we are kind of <laughs> it's it's the cycle it's so and then tell you how it's a cycle much, how how impactful sugar is because when you're at your most that's why they call it comfort food mm-hmm because it brings a comfort to you that, hmm. that you know, a, a sort of drug would. You know, if I'm in pain, I'm going to take some Tylenol, yes. right? Because I need that comfort. So 
it's, it's, it's just like that on an emotional mm. level too I just had a big old fight with my husband where I'm not doing well with my kids and I'm in mm. pain emotionally mm. So, but that cake is there that mm. pizza's there these things are there that's going to give me this even if it's just momentarily it's going to give me that satisfaction of what I need yes you know I want to tell you something interesting about sugar that I've seen over the past year um, one my cousin I never really knew her much, but she and my mom was close. She had cancer and her cancer went to what they call remission. Uh And that lady, you know, she was good, but she was eating all this cake and candy and the cancer came back and she died. And Uh then there was another lady I met and she was telling me with her husband with colon cancer, how she was feeding her (laughs) husband and trying to really heal him. Uh And he went and he was doing well. He went at his mom. And they were feeding him pizza and everything. And the man came back and died. And the thing is, the cancer loved the sugar. Oh, yes. That thing. And then once you are, your body, if it's not cancer. Key, do you remember what you said to me the other day? This is what you said. This is what I, I can't stop thinking about. You said that your body is working overtime to protect you. It wants to live. And yes. it means that it needs to create cancer yes. or create tumor yes. and abscess to cut off blood, yes. blood supply. It's going to do what it got to do. Your body will fight for you till the end. Your Mm. body is ride or die. Ride or die. It's going to, we we can run it into the ground. We can build it back up. We can rejuvenate. Your body is going to do whatever it's got to do to make sure that you survive because that's its number one job. Mm. That's its number one job is to make sure that you survive. So, you know, instead of you having a heart attack today, I'm just going to calcify a little bit in your arteries. Hmm. Hopefully, hopefully you'll catch the drift when you wow. breathing hard. You know what I mean? That we need to do something a little different. But, mm. you know, I'm not just going to drop dead right here, right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. I know that you're drinking heavily and, and your liver and your kidneys is going to suffer. You know, so instead of eroding right off the bat, I'm going to do something. I'm, I'm going to I'm going to come through in your pores. I'm going to mm. show up in your eyes. I'm going to give you these warning signs so wow. that you can try to do what you got to do mm. to help me heal myself. And a lot of times we don't notice that until it's too late. Hmm. You know what I mean? Um, because if we don't listen, what happened? And people might think it dramatic. Tell me what will happen if we ignore it? And we if keep you living. ignore it, it's going to manifest itself in some way, shape, or form. Whether, like, uh, and it doesn't even have to be like what you're eating. This, we can just, we can, we can switch this all the way around. Mm. If you don't go get therapy mm. for your childhood traumas, that and part. you're constantly having your nerves messed up, mm. and you constantly, you can't sleep, you can't, there are a whole plethora of nerve mm. nerve especially when it comes to nerve, that sleep yes Girl. nerve diseases that you can get and acquire just by not addressing trauma mm. you know so you have to address the problem head mm-hmm. on and and you having panic attacks you having these bre- that's a way of your body telling you listen I wow. don't give a damn if this Girl. happened 15 years ago. Hmm. We got to address this. <laughs> we got to address this. Yes. You know what I mean? And yeah. and so. Honey, I remember. Okay. So, you know, in our culture, like I'm, even though, you know, black is black, right? Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of, of um, education when it comes to, to mental health. So the first time I 
was when I started having panic attack, girl, I didn't even know what it was. I thought I was getting a heart attack. They would have mm-hmm. the ambulance would be coming, everything. <laughs> I remember I got diagnosed with PTSD when I was pregnant with Kristen. Mm-hmm. And what happened was I was hot. And this is like, it's so interesting that you say this because this is what your body will do to you. I was at the doctor's. It happened at the doctor's. And I full out just lay out on the floor like I was having a seizure, girl. Mm-hmm. And they hospitalized me. I think I was in the hospital for like four to five days. And they have, you know, that thing on your head to see yeah. if they can pick up. Nothing. Yeah. And it was like a team of psychologists. They came, Our psychiatrists came in and they were like, you have PTSD. I was not even thinking about the shit that I went through. Uh-huh. I wasn't uh-huh. even thinking about that. But uh-huh. my body was uh-huh. in that fighter, you know, flight yes. mode 24 yes. 7 turned into a uh, seizure. And I had to become so deliberate with my healing, uh-huh. honey. Absolutely. And you hit it right on the nail when you said that. You got to become deliberate. You have to, when you decide that you're going to heal yourself. Mm-hmm. you have to be I, I um what was that that you said the other day or was it you that said you can't even stand in the way of yep. your healing because exactly. you will be the reason why you can't heal you're the mm-hmm. reason why you can't get healthy you're the reason why your relationships are failing your finances are failing mm-hmm. your health is failing you it's the center of you it all starts with you and a lot of the time mm-hmm. we don't think that we can be the 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 reason why we have an inability to heal on yes. whatever level that is and whatever you know, that healing looks you know like. a big part of healing i just came to me setting boundaries mm-hmm. because Definitely. and not being guilty of okay i you know i go out with my friends so i have to drink this amount even though i know it's not good for me mm-hmm. setting boundaries with your mental health mm-hmm. telling mm-hmm. people i even had to tell i have to set boundaries even with my children honey and these are yes. my kids yes because Every, I was everybody, mom. everybody yes. needs a boundary. Everybody, everybody everyone needs a boundary, everybody. including we, you, yes. including yep. you to yourself. You Egg. need a boundary. Honey. You need to be able to tell yourself, "I'm working too hard. Mm-hmm. I'm doing too much. I need to sit this one out. I don't have to be at everything at every at the mm. drop of every dime." You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. and I have to have be to everything for everyone, and then I die in the process. I right. lose myself in the process. And that boundary making is so essential when it comes to watching what we eat mm-hmm. because I'm not one of them people that's going to tell you that you can't never have a slice of cake ever again I'm not going to tell you you can't enjoy your favorite ice cream because you can mm. just not in access not to the point where it is affecting your health mm. but you have to set that boundary and say you know you what I had a slice of pizza I'm good I'm, I'm good on mm-hmm. that I don't need to go back for a second two and a third three slice. four five six. yeah I'm good <laughs> I had my I had my taste and mm-hmm. if I want something else, I need to go on a search for something else with substance, something with nutrients that's going to fill me up. Mm. You know, like maybe you need to drink a glass of water. That maybe part. You need, maybe you <laughs> need to, to to now go have pizza with a side of salad or something. Mm-hmm. But you should, you don't need to go Because you're, you're not hungry. At this point, you're not eating right, because to right. feed your body. You're feeding your emotions. Exactly. Exactly. So, so Kida, let's go into the pursuit of your goal. Mm-hmm. Like you knew that, you know what, she got to change. Mm-hmm. You, you identify what needed to change. But can you tell me what did that look like? <sighs> I tell people all the time, for me, it was a little bit easy. I think mm. I was so goddamn fed up 
<laughs> I think I was so fed up with how I was living and what was going on that for me it wasn't it wasn't like oh god I need to have no 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 when I stopped eating meat for good mm. I, I stopped eating that shit I didn't need it no more I didn't want it no more you didn't crave it I didn't crave it no more um and it's not just meat just junk in general just just you know, um, going out to eat all the time and doing like, I didn't crave that no more. And every time I looked in the mirror and I saw myself getting better and I'm getting stronger and I'm, my muscles are showing through my skin is getting better. My hair is growing and glowing. My relationships are getting better. I, I got a clearer mind now. That was my reward. And I was just telling myself, I'd be damned if I go back to where I was before. I can't. I cannot do that because I've tasted what handling my business really tastes like. And it tastes so good. Wow. <laughs> wow. And, you know, what were there any challenges that you faced or any, you know, while you were going? Because you said it was easy, right? I think the only challenge that mm-hmm. I had was more so being patient with myself. Wow. Like that things part. were happening very rapidly, but at the same time, it was not like a get up and yeah, stay like, good yeah. type of thing. And also like checking yourself and being able to tell yourself, you know what? You was wrong. Wow. You need to go back and make that relationship right. You need to go back and make that right because you were wrong. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? When we're so clouded in judgment, we think everybody else is wrong. Yeah. It's all about us. Huh? It's all about us. It's all about, you know, we don't think about how we impacted that uh-huh. relationship. So you what started to did. introspect. You started to look within. Right. So right. The, you started to strip the selfishness. Right. Right. Wow. And, and and maybe maybe the relationship that I had ended for good. Maybe I don't need to be friends with that yeah. person. Or maybe I don't. But in the end, going back and saying, okay, this is where you went wrong. Ooh. You see what I'm saying? This is where you That's went wrong. Because right we can dwell about how another person messed up a relationship that we had. And even though that person maybe played a part in messing up that relationship, it does not excuse, because it always takes two to tango. Hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. It does not excuse your part because you felt like mm. that person had something to do with why y'all are in the space that you're in right now. Yeah. So just looking inward, I would say was like mm-hmm. a challenge because you ain't gonna like everything you hear mm. when you're being real with yourself. <laughs> you're not gonna like it. You're not gonna yeah. like it if you sitting up at three o'clock in the morning and you and, and something comes to your head and you're like wow, I shouldn't have done that man. I shouldn't have did that. I shouldn't have handled that that way. But it's you know? crazy um how apology because I've been there before. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy how apologizing kind of set you free. Even if the right. other person really, you know, still but hurt, but it's just kind of like you are not. You did that it person. for you. You're not you did doing it for, it you. for them. Yeah. yeah and then, you know, it for them. it was big because you told me that finance, it's like, it's like a whole thing, right? You said financially, it just started coming together as well. Yes. Yeah, I, you know, I, I do a lot of, you know me, Camille, yeah. I, do, I do tarot, uh-huh. um, I do a lot of candle work, mm-hmm. I do a lot, you know, and so it got to a point where all I had to do was write a, a, a light a green candle. Whoa, you were manifesting <laughs> and, so, and I was money. getting unexpected money, like, Whoa. you know what I mean? Just <laughs> seriously, 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 I kid you not, like, money was coming out of the, the woodworks and just... 
being able to pay things off and and things like that but you know when you're not eating right and stuff like that there's no I feel like that that clogs up your ability to manifest I swear it does I noticed with you that once you I I and we haven't spoken in a while right Mm-hmm. Well, you know, we're on social media and everything, but there was something I noticed about you. I noticed that I saw when you became vegan and then I saw when you became the most spiritual I've ever seen. And then mm-hmm. I saw when you became the most healthy I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And then I saw you became the most grounded. Mm-hmm. So it seemed like it was like this. I think we would call you were living into that spiritual zone and you were attracting all the good things, right? all the good things so it shows me that it's not even about the health it's health it's wealth it's relationship it's a peace of mind isn't that beautiful man like come on that is like that is living kita Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the ability and to know your power that yes like i can manifest this i am in my body feel clean my gut feel clean i'm free of ease and candida i am just you know Honey, because manifestations are real and they're alive, they're actions. So if I'm putting life into my body, mm-hmm. fruit, that's we can't hear you. You sound muffled. Okay, yeah, that's better. Now? Yeah, mm-hmm. um, manifestations are real. They're they're alive. You know, mm-hmm. it's energy. It, it really is. It's energy. You're putting this energy out into the world. So if I'm putting you know, fruits, vegetables, grains, uh, things that are life into my body, then I can only give life. You mm. see what I'm saying? But if I'm constantly putting processed food, not real food, fake food, death into my body, mm. I can, how, how can I expect to, how can I expect that to manifest itself in my actions and what I'm putting out? Mm. I can't. Can't. I can't. Wow. So that's powerful, Keith. Uh-huh. Is there any any last advice you want to give our listeners? Or that woman I would just say, mm-hmm. you know, be be patient with yourself because this is gonna be a very lonely and sad and angry and mad journey. It's gonna, you know, you're gonna be looking at yourself in ways that you never thought that you would be looking at yourself. And that's okay. That's okay. This, but on the other side, it's going to be so beautiful. It's going to be so well worth it when you, you know, have people, because you're not the first person to tell me, oh my God, you've changed so much. Oh my God, the way you handled that situation years Mm -hmm. ago would have been completely different. And Mm. I know that, you know, I have such a sense of calm and I'm not perfect. I I haven't, you know, I'm still working. Mm. This is a lifelong thing for me, but just, you're going to be, it's just going to be such a reward on the other side. Definitely. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. I'm proud of you as well. Thank you. Mm -hmm. But like you said, you know, it's a constant journey to be that self. You know, obviously. Anything that's worth having, anything, anything that's worth having, anything that's great is constant. The the sun constantly revolves around the earth. Mm. The seasons are constant, mm. you know, but these are all things that we need to thrive. So you constantly looking at yourself, constantly working on yourself, those things like that, you, you, it's, it's, it's constant and it is what's going to uh, uh, give you that ability to thrive. Wow. 
Beautiful, beautiful said, Wakita. I just, I want to thank you for sharing your knowledge with us today. Like, I am completely inspired. Oh, you know, I, I really am. I'm really inspired. And, um, you know, you guys need to really go check Kita out. She's on, um, you know, social media platform. Kita, you want to tell them how they can find you? So, so um, see? you can find me. Let me let me make sure I give the right uh, <laughs> the right handle. You know, you guys, you need me. to see what I'm talking about when you see growth. <laughs> You can find me at underscore son underscore child underscore Solana. And that is my um, Instagram. So at underscore son underscore child underscore Solana. And that's really the only um, social media that I am like pretty open on, Mm -hmm. you know, um, pretty consistent on. Um, And if you're interested in getting readings or anything like that, you can definitely hit me up and DM me through there. I do respond. I do have a um, website, www.truesunchild.com. It is currently under reconstruction right now, but uh, you can go and, you know, learn a little bit more about me. And I Mm -hmm. have a couple blogs and things on there that you can take a look at. So, yeah. Awesome. All right, Kida. Well, again, guys, thank you for listening to us today. It was a pleasure to have Kida with us. And, you know, please share this episode and go ahead and give my girl some love. (laughs) Shout her out. Yes. So um, we'll see you guys next time when Easy does it. And Kida, we'll talk. Okay, honey? Yes. Yes, definitely. Uh, All right. Bye. Love you. Bye. Love you. Mm -hmm, Bye.